Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10-minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer, and it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are, maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. Brave Worship, episode 19. You're listening to the Brave Worship podcast with Chrissy Nordhoff and Mary Beth Dodd. Brave Worship is all about encouraging women to write, lead, and live worship. Welcome to Brave, everybody. Welcome to Brave. This is so exciting because this is our first podcast after our very first ever Brave Worship Conference. Yes. So we had the conference here in town a couple weeks ago now. Yeah. We're almost recovered. We're almost there. Notice it took us a couple weeks, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It was an amazing time. And we're just, if you were there, thank you so much for just being there. And I feel like the attendance, the people that were there were what made the conference. Yeah, you know? totally. And special thanks to, to Integrity Music and um, our friends that made videos, Dustin Smith and Paul Balash and um, Catherine Scott. Mm-hmm. Was there any more? Is that it? I think that was it. And so, um, yeah, we had a great time. We just wanted to share a little bit about the conference today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, we should think we had TC. Yes, T.C. Cannon and Michael Michael Farron. Yep. Just amazing. So many people that were willing to pour into. um, uh (laughs) Uh-oh. He's getting squeaky. We got a squeaky baby. Um, People that were willing to pour into the lives of so many women that are in worship ministry and they're writing songs for the church. And I feel like the impact is great you know, from the weekend because of that, because of the people that were represented there. And so individual lives are impacted, but so are congregations, you know, the church, therefore. Mm -hmm. So amazing. What was your favorite part? You know what? I was um, blown away by our core team. So we had this core group of girls, maybe 10 that um, volunteered and helped us do all the details of everything that needed to be done. And it was unreal how, they all pulled together and I saw unity in a way I haven't seen in a really long time. I mean, I just saw all these girls banding together and we were all so focused with the same purpose. Um, and I really feel like the Lord showed me a fresh picture of unity and it blew me away. I would agree with that. And I think what it was refreshing to see, like, there weren't weird motives. No. There wasn't. No competition. No, it just no, wasn't nothing. like that. It was like, yeah. yeah, everybody was on the same page. And what was just, it was humbling because this is a vision for this conference that we got probably last March, mm-hmm. you know, and we started the podcast and started kind of working through um, what this was going to look like. Mm-hmm. And these ladies that, said they would help like they just jumped in and made it happen yeah you know like they just I mean we organized as much as we could but there's a certain amount of like hands that you need to put stuff like that together yes and um we, well and we different be, gifts like yeah. there was people doing stuff that I would not be gifted at right you know 
So like crafts or whatever. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I know why that keeps say that. coming up. Crafts. Details. It's not her favorite. It is not. I am a big picture girl. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just that. I agree. That was one of the coolest parts. And um, we should probably do an entire podcast on this. But right. um, Rachel being healed. Yes. You know? um, so we had a we had a walkthrough experience that was really, Christy, it was your brainchild. Um, and it was, if you think of like a stations of the cross type thing, it was that, but, um, maybe you can describe it a little better than I can, but we had different stations and we had, we highlighted a woman in the Bible, a story in the Bible in each room. Yeah. And so basically we started out with Esther and, um, kind of shared a little bit about how, there was an invitation extended to her by the king and she accepted the invitation. Um, but the invitation was to purification. Like the, the main invitation was you can come and be purified for a year and then you don't know what's going to happen after that. And that's similar to our walk with the Lord. And so we extended the invitation to the girls. Hey, there's going to be great things on the other side, but we just can't see what they are right now. But you sometimes you have to walk through this purification process first, and it can be painful. It can be awesome. We just don't know. But will you join us in this process, basically? And then each room after that was kind of breaking through another level of something that women deal with. Like we dealt with um, shame, and we dealt with um, feeling unworthy and busyness. Like lots of these stories, you know, were very very um, real to what women deal with today still. And so um, one of the women was the woman that touched the hem of Jesus's garment. So the lady that had the issue of blood for 12 years um, and Rachel, she'll come on and share. We'll have her come on here, Mm -hmm. but she was doing the reading in that room. And basically um, she's been dealing with Lyme disease for 23 years and was healed in that moment. And we don't, I want her to come in and share more yeah, details. Yeah, we don't want to give too much detail for sure. But, but I it was amazing. What was so unique about it was just that whole experience. Like you can't, you yes. can read at home, you know, and God yes. can minister to you individually. But to be able to walk through and have so many groups going through and just coming out um, on the other side of that experience just changed mm-hmm. is so cool. And I like what you said earlier today about, um, how, you know, healing comes in layers, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was like, for some of them, I think it was healing for other people. Maybe it was a reminder they needed to be close with the Lord again, Uh or, you know, whatever it was, everybody probably got their own kind of individual thing. But Uh that was a really cool, really cool takeaway that, um, I don't know, I think was really unique. So yeah, it was beautiful. And then the worship after that, that night was like my favorite. Um, some of my favorite moments, just basking in the glory of what the Lord just did, you know? Yeah. And people got really connected with each other. I think some of the girls really, that was another great, um, just one of the benefits that you don't necessarily know is going to happen. So girls really connected with each other and some were in the same towns and, um, you know, they just had these connections that we would have never been able to put together the way that the Lord could. So it was yeah, cool. Absolutely. We had worship. We had our fashion show, which was oh, fun. Yes. Don't forget the fashion that show. That was amazing. So you guys, we had not just like a regular old fashion show, but it was focused on 
you know, specific stuff like, Hey, what's great to use on stage, you know, considering that you might have an in-ear pack, you know, right. Exactly. Considering what, what your makeup should look like on stage, Mm -hmm. um, that kind of stuff. And also, um, you know, everyday stuff like co-write, like what would you wear to go writing or what would you wear to a creative meeting? So that, I think that was really cool because it was so specific to this crowd, you know? Yes. So I thought that was really good. Yeah, it was wonderful. So, um, so that was Friday night. We loved our coffee bar. We had, uh, Amanda, she made her own blends for the event. So she had like the brave bestie and she had, um, something, the King's daughter or something like that. Yeah. It was very really cool. cool. Lots and of themes going on. <laughs> yeah. Lots of themes. For sure. So, and then we had TC Cannon came in and spoke on purpose and calling and it was amazing. Uh-huh. And, um, and then Michael Farron came in and spoke too about Deborah and, um, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Yes. Being a daughter of the King, he kind of, it all tied in. It did all tie in. So we're really thankful. Um, our favorite thing that we announced at yes. the conference, we're going to talk about again we today. We are, because Brave had a baby, and its name, <laughs> <laughs> its name is Brave Besties. <laughs> Brave had a baby. And I still can't believe we really named it that, but it's just too funny to not. I know. How can you resist so, it? It just was asking for it. I know. It was asking to it be named asking that. It was asking for it. So I know that... We've, we've maybe alluded to it a little bit before in the podcast. Yeah. But I feel like even again, what we planned for with it and then now what it is, is like, it just, it blows you out of the water. Right. Um, because essentially what we've been able to create and be a part of is a community of people who are, um, in worship ministry, are leading worship, are, you know, singing worship, people who are writing worship, just kind of our whole, demographic here that we're speaking to today in one community yeah, um, and specifically women. So yes, we've got a Facebook group where people can connect, where we're keeping you apprised of different stuff, but we're also um, able to give out resources that are just for this group. Yes. Um, We've got some cool ones coming up here Um, and we're doing our Friday thing. Yeah. So So, we just got done this morning and um, we wanted to give you guys a little sample maybe of what some of those phone calls look like. So we're going to share a little bit today. Yeah. Um, But we're doing like a live video and is it Vimeo? It's a Zoom. Oh, Zoom. Yep. So we do Zoom and it's super easy. You can log on from your computer, from your phone, anywhere you want. You can choose if you want your your video to be shown or your audio to be heard or not. You can also just listen in. Obviously, we want you to show yourself and interact and that kind of thing. But just so you know, um, you know, if you're driving, you can have it in safe driving mode. Like there's a lot of options, but it allows us to grab coffee with you guys on a regular basis on Friday mornings at uh, 930 central. Mm -hmm. And so that's been amazing. Yeah, I really have loved it the last couple of weeks. So we've been going for we've done two weeks now and we're going to continue to do it weekly. And um, basically it's a lot of the girls that um, have been connected with our group really in one way or another, we had a newbie on today, which was really fun. Yes. And so um, we have lots of room for more and we would love for you to be a part, but we just talk about topics that all of us deal with and it gives us a chance to go a little deeper than we can go in other you know, avenues. So yeah, um, it's stuff you won't hear in the podcast because 
It's more, like I said, it's deeper. And then on top of that, we get to have feedback right away and we can answer questions right away or ask questions. And it's, um, it's our community. It's our heartbeat. It's kind of the, it's the heartbeat of brave, I think really. So absolutely. Well, we're going to give you guys just a little snippet of, um, of one of those so you can have an idea. So let's take a listen to this. So we were talking about, I made a post earlier this week and we've been talking to you about just this, how this season is insane, you know, especially if you're in full-time ministry, but even if you're not, you know, even if you're um, in the volunteer role or, um, I mean, it's crazy at home, right? It's crazy yes. like shopping. It's, I mean, just all the stuff that goes on in this season. And so one of the things we were talking about is just like, how, even in the midst of this kind of season, how do you how do you create boundaries? And I know um, I used to work for a guy who would say, you know, it's, it's like seasons, like you're in Christmas, you're like in this crazy run, but then there's slower times in summer, you know, and that kind of thing. And so I, I get that, but I also heard um, someone say recently that like, we say that things are seasons. Um, and so that's sometimes why we let ourselves get away with having horrible boundaries. <laughs> When reality, like this is still life. This is still life. Mm-hmm. You know, Christmas is still life. Like the, our interactions with our family, our kids, our teams, it's, it still has to happen in the month of December, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think we just kind of wanted to open it up for a discussion of like, what ways are you guys finding or aren't you finding to maintain some sort of healthy boundaries throughout this season? Is that kind of what we talked about? Yeah. That's it. I think for me, I just had to say no to everything that was not either family or my direct responsibility at the church. Mm. So in the past, I would volunteer to do women's events for Christmas, Advent events. I may do a pop-up caroling with some people. But this year in particular, the Lord just really convicted my heart to stick with my tribe. And my first tribe is my family, obviously. And then the second one is the church that he has entrusted me to lead. So whatever those direct responsibilities are, those are the ones that I need to focus on for my sanity, but also to do things with great excellence. So my conviction for this. That's good. That's really good. And that's so hard to do, I feel like, because it's like those are the kind of fun opportunities sometimes that we want to do all year long. And they only all come along sometimes that, you know. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I mean, we did the, just so that you know, Rachel, we did a walkthrough experience at the conference with different women in the Bible. So that's kind of what I was referencing earlier. One of those that you brought up too today, Natalie, was the Mary and Martha room. And I think for me personally, I grew up with a wrong idea in my head somehow um, that in order to be a good servant of Jesus, that you have to say yes to everything everything as much as possible because that's putting others before yourself in some like weird, demented way of thinking. And so anyways, it was the way that the enemy had a hold of me because saying yes to everything I thought I was serving. And I actually... form of slavery where then it's not even Christ that's directing my steps it's everybody else Um, so that's one thing that I've been working through the last several years um, and it's just that's been liberating knowing 
really, I don't like basically we don't have to say yes to everything. Like you were saying, Natalie, we don't have to say yes. And it's actually healthy um, to put up those boundaries and say, no. Mm. Who else? Anybody finding success with anything? Someone else. <laughs> Someone else. <laughs> well, the practical thing is that I get all my Christmas shopping done the first week of December. And if it's not bought by the end of the first week, it's not getting done. So that way there's no, like, move some of the, you know, errands that I still feel like I have to do all the way up till Christmas Eve. Because I remember many years still trying to figure out what I was going to do for like, you know, those things that you're obligated for, like Christmas presents for family. Yes. <laughs> if I can get it all done by the end of the first week of December, then, then um, I feel that kind of release to just relax and sort of enjoy the, That's the, the season, you know? Yeah. And that gets a on me because if I'm like, my mind is spinning to think about other things I feel like I should do. I've, I've cut myself off. I'm like, Nope, you're done. You know? So it is what it is. <laughs> do you no... wrap everything too? What's that? Do you wrap it all too? Yeah. I'm going to wrap it. Again. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's a, just like a personal practical boundary. Like, so then, you that's know, good. I don't know. My nephew is like, but I really wanted this for Christmas. I'm not looking for it. I'm like, oh, sorry. It's already gone. Yeah, that's good. Well, I went to the dollar store yesterday, so that's progress. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yes. I was like, I was so excited because I was like, you know what? This is one store I can buy anything I want. <laughs> I was like, this is a free for all today. I'm buying whatever I want at the dollar store. But do you ever do that and you leave and you're like, ninety dollars? What is that? <laughs> It's like the dollar section at Target, like when I go in the front and I'm like, oh, I can buy this. But they're really sneaky because a lot of their stuff is not a dollar. It's like three dollars. Yes. And then you buy like, yes, yes. And you're like, but I need this dog bowl. You know, I don't have a dog. Uh, but it's just all of this stuff. And I'm like, you know, I don't need this. This is Target. I don't it's need so this. Cute. <laughs> it's so true I'm telling you that that place is a trap but I love it I can't quit oh my gosh (laughs) Target's the worst it is the worst and the best but yes the worst the worst and the best well yesterday I mean this is one thing I did a couple years ago and I think it helped so I did it again this year so what I was doing at the dollar store was buying arts and crafts because (laughs) because um, we have, you know, if you count all the kids in our family, we have like, I don't know, like 15 or something now. Is that right? I don't even know anymore. Not between the two of us. No, between the two of us, we have seven. But one of our sisters has five, and then our brother has two. When is that? 15? 14. 14. He's right. a baby, 14. Okay, 14. So, but anyways... um. I have found that if I set up like a folding table in the living room, this is for those of you that have kids, just set up a, one of those long folding tables and I just stack it full of like stuff to do, craft stuff. I think I even did it last year, even though it was just the two of us. 
Um, but it just gives the kids something to do and just occupying their time. Like doesn't matter what, like just have it up for a while, you know, like because it's such a busy season, like kind of planning ahead and having activities for them, I think is huge. So, and that's good too if you can get stuff like at the dollar store. Exactly. Yeah. You would not believe what they have at the dollar store. You know? <laughs> Just telling you. If you'll be the one to help them. I am she not, not crafty. Crafts. No. Just say no to crafts. <laughs> say no to crafts. <laughs> she bought my daughter a craft for Christmas. I'm going to send it over one. here and you can do it together for quality time. <laughs> I do play checkers with my kids. I will say that. I, know, Lots of I don't play checkers. <laughs> Now I know what to get your kids for Checkers. Checkers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now I know. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, that that's a practical thing too. But any other boundary ideas, healthy boundary ideas that you guys have found that have worked for you? I'd like to share a few things that I've been learning about time management and making boundaries. Um, between like personal and ministry music and all of that, because last year I was probably about as busy as I could be and I would just cram everything in, but I realized it was too much and, um, it was all good things. And that was really difficult to be able to decipher what to say no to. I read several great books. One of them was the best yes by Lisa Turkhurst. That was really helpful. I've read uh, several other books about like making priorities and time management. And when you see what's most important, like Natalie was saying, like your family needs to come first. So make sure you have time with your family. And if something is going to take away from that, you really need to decide if it's that important. Mm. So I've tried to make a few things that help me like not be gone every night of the week. So like have maybe half of the weeknights at home if I'm going to be gone. And like a weekend, if I'm going to be gone all day on a Sunday, I'll try to be home on a Saturday or vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I think just finding balance in that, saying yes to some things, but realizing like, when am I going to plan sleep before this and after this? And like, when am I going to have time with my husband? When am I going to wash dishes? All of those little things. (laughs) So that's been really helping me. And especially getting ready for the baby, too. Now I'm planning maternity leave and saying no to things that people are planning for next year. And so I think having that mindset helped me be able to say no and not feel bad about it. That's awesome. <clears throat> we, we just recently in, instituted a new rule at our house, and I wish we would have done this years ago, but just – you know, as we, we left for Thanksgiving, so both of our families live out of town except for these guys. I mean, both of our parents. Over the course of our 18 pretty much every holiday, because that's our time to see family. So we're going one place for Thanksgiving and one place for, for um, Christmas. So just this last trip, we realized, you know what? And I don't know why it's taken us this long. We need a day before we leave to pack. We don't need to schedule any, any, anything. And then when we get back, we need to schedule another day, totally one full day off for unpacking and getting life back together. And if we would have done that, 
20 years ago, we would have saved ourselves a lot of headache. Mm. And another thing I feel like I've learned the hard way is that our bodies do require rest. Mm. <laughs> Whether we give it they to them. They do. <laughs> so, and, you know, I've dealt with chronic illness, and I think it's partly as a result of not resting. Oh, wow. So even now, like, if I don't, if I'm not getting enough rest, you can tell. Like, you just, I um, just start feeling like I'm crashing, you know? Mm. So, but it's, it's almost the Lord just reminding me, your body needs rest Mm -hmm. as a family need rest. So, um, so if we don't give our bodies what the Lord has required them to have, he'll give it to us another way. And sometimes that's through illness. Mm -hmm. Um, Makes makes you rest. So you might as well just rest everyone. (laughs) Do it. Okay. So, um, how do, how does somebody become a part of this group, Chrissy? Well, I have no idea. <laughs> Someone else. Someone else. Okay, so you're going to go to bravebesties.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that's what I meant. spelled B-E-S-T-I-E-S. Siri, take that. She never does it right if you talk it in. Oh, my god. So anyway, bravebesties.com is the best place to go. There's a link on there. You can sign up. Um, become one of the besties. <laughs> Isn't it like they get a they can try it for a week for a dollar if yeah. they want to? Yeah, you sign up, it's just a dollar to try it for that first week. And then after that, it's $27 a month um, going forward. And there's a couple of really cool perks with that. We set it up this way so that um, you, you're going to get exclusive content and that kind of thing, obviously. Right. Um, you're also going to get videos of our entire last conference. Mm-hmm. So we're, we've already started like posting some of those and it's, you know, by the time it's all said and done, you'll have access to everything. Those are all our breakouts too, where we do specific breakouts to worship leaders and specific to writers. And we've got lots of content. I mean, tons. Yes. Yep. So that's all happening, but also um, with a, a year with brave besties, you're also going to get um, admission to a conference or retreat that we do. For free. for free it's included so. in that so that's that's kind of how we've set it up so if you think of it like a uh, a payment plan almost yeah which will allow you to get to an event but you're also having access to stuff all along the way and it makes it simple and easy but it's also easy to to put into you know an individual budget or a church budget yes if that's the case you're not you know, it's not like a one big lump all at once so <laughs> And also what I really love about this concept, Mary Beth, and we've talked about it before, you know, all these people that you'll connect with, you see them at the conference or vice versa. The people that were just at our last conference, now they can see each other online and that'll just continue. That community will build. So you'll get to see each other online and then in person. Absolutely. And I think that allows for collaboration. It's idea sharing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, um, one of the things I love on our, our group page too, is we have a set list hack where people yeah. can put in there, Hey, what's a great set list that you did this weekend. And I know for me, there's been times in ministry where I'm so like done and I can't have to plan another set for something and yeah. I'm tired or I run out of time. And it's just nice to have a starting place and, and see like, oh, okay, so she did these four songs in these keys uh-huh. that worked for a girl vocal. And I can look at that and, you know, use parts of it or use all of it if I want to. So yeah, it's that kind of stuff. It's the collaboration. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's amazing. I, I think too, for songwriters, we've already got up your songwriting 101 uh-huh. video is already on that page. And this week, we're going to be sharing uh, an exclusive song, which is pretty 
It's brand new. We did it at the conference. A lot of people wanted it. And um, it's not released yet at all, but it will be soon. So you kind of get a jump start on some of these new songs coming yeah, out. That's amazing. I know there's been years where I listen to so much music as a worship pastor. Mm-hmm. And um, to be able to get your hands on something that is tried and true and awesome and you're one of the first churches doing it. There's just something cool about that. You know, yes. it's just new. It's fresh. It's God's doing a new thing and you get to be on the front end of what that is. And yes. I think that's amazing. So, and also I've, we forgot, but I want to make sure we have a um, quick shout out to Ascension worship for helping us promote this conference. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Great you partners guys. of ours. If you guys don't know who they are, check them out. Ascensionworship.com, I think is their website and they're doing an amazing thing all around the country. And, um, we definitely support them. So yes. plug into what they're doing. They can really help you in your ministries. Yeah. So that's Brave Besties. Yes, that is Brave Besties and the Brave Worship Conference. I feel like we could probably talk for like three hours. On I know. Just the, the people and the experiences. And did you already say the massage? No. We had a massage chair. I mean, come on. How many conferences do you get a massage? Zero. Zero that I've Just been to. this one. <laughs> yep. Exactly. So, so and just great experiences and worship together. And um, just, it was awesome. It was more than we could have asked for, I think. Yeah. And we're already planning and, and looking forward to the next time that we can plan for all of us to be together and mm-hmm. make that connection in person. Cause there's nothing that can take that place of, of yeah. that face to face for sure. Yes. And in between we'll do what we can on video and that's exactly our purpose. Yep. Stay connected. Absolutely. Okay, well, that sounds amazing. It does. I'm, I'm in. I'm in too. So make sure you guys meet us there. Go to bravebesties.com. We'd love to connect with you. You can also visit us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash brave worship and Instagram under brave worship as well. And just please make sure you introduce yourself to us. We want to know you're out there and get you connected with some other people as well. Come be our besties. <laughs> Have a good week. You've been listening to the Brave Worship Podcast with Dove Award-winning songwriter Chrissy Nordhoff and worship leader and music pastor Mary Beth Dodd. Visit braveworship.com forward slash free song and sign up for the email list to get updates on all the latest Brave Worship events, conferences, and retreats. Plus, get free songs to use in your next worship service, complete with chord chart and track. Also, find out how you can join Chrissy and Mary Beth in person at the next Brave Worship Conference. Simply visit braveworship.com forward slash conference to learn more. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, drumroll here please, (laughs) our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. 
We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation. You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus. You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.